Welcome back to the Bushnell Project, Making Marriage Great. Continuing on with our study, this is John Bushnell, father of eight, and had the privilege and the joy of having my youngest daughter home from college this week, fall break. Don't know where that was when I was going to college, but happy for them. It was great having her home, great having her home. So that has put me out a little bit. So here it is, Saturday night, doing my Friday morning blog or podcast, whatever this is. Anyway, wanted to get back to this uh, verse here, verse 10 of chapter 9 of Hebrews, but deal only with food and drink and various washings, regulations for the body imposed until the time of Reformation, just reminding us that there were lots of laws and regulations put into place for the cleansing in the sense of, hey, do these things, it'll be good for you, and show that you are my people, right? So God talking to them. So those are things set for that time, and they're no longer needed. Now, that doesn't mean there might not be some good things from that. So some foods maybe are not great to eat and those kind of things. I'm not getting into all that. I'm definitely not one who knows any of that. There's lots of food that I love, and that's pretty much why I would eat it. And if I don't like it, I won't eat it. I don't eat food because it's healthy or not. I know, bad thing, but that's just me. So, but I did want to touch base on that and recognize the big difference between some of the things we might do out of legalism versus a relationship with Jesus Christ. So the Reformation brings about a relationship with Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the King of Kings, the creator of the universe. Now that we have that relationship with him, these are things are no longer needed Matter of fact, I would push them off to the side because they can get in the way of a relationship, right? Now, let's keep reading, though. We're in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11. I want to read through the end of 14. But when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer sanctified for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, Purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God. All right, so some long sentences there that sometimes cause us not to know what he's talking about uh, or can create some confusion. But Christ is now the creator of the universe, dying in our place that his blood can and does purify us it doesn't make us perfect here while we're wearing this flesh it just makes us perfect in god's sight so we can go into the throne room of god and pray and be heard and be heard by by god and be known by god so that he knows us and he knows us in our fullness so even though he sees the righteousness of jesus christ in the throne room when we pray he does know us so us going in the throne room covered in the blood of Jesus doesn't fool God, 
to the fullness of who we are, but his grace is sufficient. And so how great it is that we don't now have to do all these crazy things, you know, like the blood of goats and bulls and and then the sprinkling of ashes and and heifer stuff like that on us so that we can be purified. Isn't that cool that we don't have to do that? But we do need to be praying for our families. Men, we need to stand up and we need to be in church. We need to be a part of a community of believers. We need to step up in the leadership. If you don't feel like, well, I don't feel like a leader, that I'm qualified. Hey, you're a stand up and lead anyways. Do it anyway. I would just encourage you to do it. If you feel like you don't know God's word, great. Then let's read together. Let's keep getting into God's word. Let's get you through the Bible. But even even with all that, Jesus didn't go around looking for men that had graduated from seminary to pick out his disciples. He picked out fishermen and young men and developed them and launched them and launched the church with those men. So I want to encourage you men, stand up, be counted. Stand up and and defend what is right and good and holy and true and pure and just. We've got to do these things, men, because that's something we get to do and to defend those who can't defend themselves. So I want to encourage you guys in those things as I read lots of things about how many men are not going to church or, you know, I see the single moms and the women without their husbands and the and the children without their dads coming to church. It's great that they're coming to church, but where are the men? Are all those other things that we're doing as men that important that we're missing going to church one day a week? Yeah, I think we need to be in church. God bless you guys.